Welcome to the Smooth Jab Podcast. I'm your host, Mike J. We appreciate everybody for rocking with us before we get the show started. It's been a month since I've done this show, so I'm definitely excited to get back to it. So on this, we got a really good show coming up this week. I'm going to talk about some boxing news, some fights that I didn't really get to you know, discuss since we've been on hiatus. And we're going to talk a little spicy boxing Twitter with uh, Ishay Smith and O'Hare Davies and uh, Dan Raphael and Spike Sullivan. We'll then talk about uh, Regis Prograce and uh, Juan versus Juan Jose Velasco and uh, Pacquiao versus Matisse. And also, I want to address uh, something that Oscar De La Hoya said uh, during a recent press conference about Manny Pacquiao and the build up to Pacquiao and Matisse. So let's jump right into it. So I was talking to my homeboy, Alfonso. Shout out to Alfonso. He was like, hey, you got to make sure you talk about uh, that cat. Uh, you know, he want to talk about me to talk about the Terrence Crawford-Jeff Horn fight. And obviously everybody knows that uh, Terrence Crawford won the fight by TKO. But, man, I'm thinking about Jeff Horn. He reminds me of uh, Irish Terry Conklin from the Great White Hype. I mean, it just he just disappointed me the way he fought. I mean, all that grabbing and everything, taking so many clean shots. But the thing that really frustrated me was his this excuse after the fight is why he lost. He had blisters on his feet because he didn't bring his proper running shoes. Now, you in the probably, I would say the Pacquiao fight was probably the biggest fight of his life because, you know, there's a chance to fight for the title, and this one is your defending. But let's just say 1A, 1B, the biggest fight of your life, and you leave your running shoes back home in Australia. With that type, with that type of uh, fight on the line, yo, I'm chartering a plane. My promoter's going to get my shoes. There's no way that I'm going to have blisters on my feet is be the excuse of why I lost to Terrence Crawford. Now, personally, do I think he would have beat Terrence Crawford with, quote-unquote, no blisters on his feet? I still think he would have got knocked out. Uh, the styles make fights, and Cream rises to the top, and Terrence Crawford is, is an A-plus level fighter, and Jeff Horn, eh, bc level type of fighter i mean you know he's i don't think he's a definitely i don't think he's a, a main event fighter i think he's definitely an undercard fighter he's up there on that level of like brandon rios and louis and uh victor ortiz and you know victor ortiz that, i don't know if that fight's gonna go on now because victor ortiz you know didn't go to court from a dui and also so who knows and that's been a grudge match i've been wanting to see for at least five years, because you know, them two dis- really disliked each other. And I always love this a feud in boxing. I think it makes the fights better. So you know, I was really disappointed that with the Australian Irish Terry Conklin in the fight because he got dogged out. Yo, in the second fight, you know, so the week later, Earl Spence fight. Earl Spence is one of my favorite fighters in boxing. He's a southpaw, and he goes to the body. And he got that Dallas twang, so he always makes you laugh when he talks. And that man admitted he had a shag back in the day. So any man that can admit that he had a shag back in the day and fight men in the ring, you all good with me. And he said he liked strip club food. And shout out to strip club for having them really good wings and those type of things. So, you know, when I was out in the world and everything, I did like to peruse the strip clubs. But, yeah, so that was a good fight, man. You know, so I was excited for the Earl Spence fight. I'm like, man, I'm, you know, at least going to get about six rounds, see Earl, you know, put in some work, and I go on about my business. 
Yo, man, so I go get me, you know, get me a little cocktail to watch the fight. Boom, all right, round one's going. You know, just kind of sizing each other up, throwing, throwing some punches. Next thing you know, bam, Earl, you know, Earl knocks him out with a body shot. So shout out to Spence, man. So another fight, I, and I can't remember if this was before or after, but it was a, it was a nice little scrap. It was a Clarissa Shields uh, against Hannah Gabriel. Now, you know, Clarissa Shields got knocked down early in the fight, and she got off the mat, showed some championship medal, and won the fight. I was proud of her. So, you know, she, that was a nice little fight between Hannah, her and Hannah Gabriel. But I liked even after the fight when she got into a, I don't know if it was Toy Hammer. Yeah, Clarissa Shields said, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> she told that to old girl and she told that to her like manager or trainer, whoever he was. She had that twain. And man, Jim Gray was looking shook. And every time something go down, man, Jim Gray always looks like shook when it's some, some real shit here go down. Like I remember... Uh, when you know I'm a big time Indiana Pacers fan, when I got into it with the brawl and in, in the in the malice in the palace, yeah, he looked real shook when he was interviewing uh the Pacers head coach Rick Carlisle. So shout out to Jim Gray. You would think he'd been in the sports. He's interviewed Tyson. He interviewed Tyson when you know Tyson said he broke his back. He said spinal. So you would think that you know Jim Gray would be known with like all right, be cool under pressure. But anytime some something gets rattled up, man, Jim Gray and all those guys they get real tight real quick. Maybe they need to have Mike J in there doing the interviews. I'm cool. I'm I'm on the east side of Naptown. So, you know, we, we didn't seen it all here. Fights, shootings, whatever. You know what I mean? So, I think I'd be cool on the pressure. Man, so that was crazy. But another thing kind of got, you know, we're going to get into some spicy boxing Twitter. Before we get into that, man, so what do y'all think about Canelo and Triple G? You know, we'll talk about the fight as it comes up. But they had a press conference, and they neither want to, uh, and they want, at the same press conference at the same time, they did like a Facebook thing. I know that they sellers said they don't want to be around each other, but come on. I mean, if I'm as a consumer and as a fan and as somebody who's a part of, I guess, the quote-unquote boxing media, damn, I want to at least see it. Y'all, y'all can at least be in the same position. Y'all, ain't, y'all, can, y'all don't have to be sitting, you know, doing a whole face-up and all that type of stuff. But, yo, man, sell it to us. Actually, if you got something to say, say it there. I mean, you get... Plenty of opportunities to say it, and then you'll be able to have plenty of opportunities to do it on fight night. I mean, you know, I'm assuming they're going to have a 24-7. I don't know if they're going to have a face-off or anything like that. But as far as Canelo, if he's talked all if I'm not a cheat and he's talked all that stuff about me, oh, Jack, I want to address you. I mean, you know, we're not going to fight, obviously, because we get paid for that. I'm not risking the millions. I've already lost millions on the last time. But as a fan, you know... I definitely would want to lead them to see it be in the same place. That way, if they want to trade some barbs, there they are with one another. You know, and of course, they're going to have security between them, so I don't worry about them fighting. These guys, they fight for a living. They're not going to fight each other at the press conference. So I thought that was kind of a sucker move for them not to be with each other. So it seemed like Triple G's been having open press, open uh, camps, and Canelo's been closed down. And with Canelo, when you get popped for PEDs, you kind of got to be more open than usual. That's for the fact of the benefit of the doubt that people are going to think that you're using still. So listen, to jump into this spicy boxing Twitter. Usually, you know, spicy boxing Twitter fighters go at each other. You know, I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, that farmer, and I've seen my man who fights for Mayweather. They've kind of went, went back and forth about it. But this week, it was Ishe Smith, a normal, uh, for another TM, uh, former TMT fighter, and, uh, and O'Hare Davis. Yo, so this time, 
Ishay, I don't know how it even started. I was just on there, you know, just perusing Twitter, and I seen my man Ringside Rave, you know, kind of interjecting. I was like, oh, man, this is getting spicy. So I'm just kind of just, you know, looking, checking what's going on. And on Oh Harry Davis hit Ishay Smith with the, you know, you're nobody, you're a has-been, you've lost 10 times. Ishay dropped a hammer on him and talked about how he quit in the fight. So I just kind of like interceded with some jokes and everything. And shout out to Ishay Smith for, you know, getting me to, you know, sit back and retweeting and uh, liking my tweets. So, you know, like I said, Oh Harry Davis, you can't really, I mean, you know, you called the man out for losing. And Ashley Theofane jumped in too. But when you quit in a fight, or, you know, just the people look at you different. Now, if you get knocked out, you know, it happens. It happens to the best of us. You get TKO'd. But, man, you quit. I mean, Josh Taylor hit you with a shot. You got up. You look like you didn't want to get up. Then you turned, you turned, your, turned, turned your back to him. He hit you with another shot, and you quit. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on on here, Davis, why he's feeling so damn spicy. But he definitely got burned messing with Ishae. Also, another time they've been spicy has been Dan Raphael, who works for ESPN, and uh, Spike O'Sullivan. So Spike O'Sullivan calling. I don't. That started where I think Dan Raphael said something slick about Spike O'Sullivan, and Spike O'Sullivan calling Dan Raphael fat for I don't know how long. And you know, hit my man with a fat joke. I mean, what you really gonna do? I know Venus Martin Rosen. He think he hit Dan Raphael with a fat joke too. So I mean, that I don't think that's affecting Dan Raphael one bit. So, you know, he sit back, and they've been going back and forth. And Spike O'Sullivan said something about Dan Rayfield going to eat a pizza, and he was round. Then Dan Rayfield dropped a hammer on him. My man said that he uh, was watching his favorite fight. So I'm thinking, because, you know, Dan Rayfield likes them blood and guts fights. I'm thinking it's going to be like Mickey Ward versus Arturo Gatti. And rest in peace, Arturo Gatti, because he I think it's been, I don't know how many years it's been. It's been a number of years since he passed away this week. Something is gonna be something like that. No, this is the fight that Spike O'Sullivan. He didn't lose. Just lose to Chris Eubank Jr. You know, he, he didn't just get stopped. He quit. So hitting with that, um, I'm watching my favorite fight, and you're showing a fight that you quit. Yo, that's crazy. So shout out to Dan Rayfield for dropping that, dropping that uh, heat on Spike O'Sullivan. So Dan Rayfield said, "I'll see you in September." So I would assume that Spike O'Sullivan is gonna be fighting. And the undercard to Canelo and Triple G. So let's get to the two fights this weekend I really want to watch. And the uh, first is Regis Prograis versus uh, Juan Jose Velasco. Now Regis Prograis is fighting in the hometown of New Orleans. And he, they're fighting for the WBC thing. I think it's for the 140-pound, I think it's the interim title, you know. But uh, it's going to be a really interesting fight. I, have been, I think Regis Prograis is going to knock him out. I like Regis Progress. I mean, he has an aggressive style, heavy hands, and he throws a lot of punches. And I think Juan Jose Velasco is going to be on the, on the business end of, of getting knocked out. So, you know, Regis Progress. And this week, he's been really, tell you, been happy. I've been hearing his story. Cause I, I've seen him fight, and I knew he was from New Orleans, but I didn't know his story. So, hearing what he went through with the Katrina and the. Growing up boxing with the Charlo twins. So, I've really been learning a lot more about him. So, the more I learn about him, the more I definitely like him. So, but that's not anything to do with it. I think he's going to win the fight. I still think he's going to win the fight. Regardless if I didn't like him or not, I just think he's going to win the fight, and I think he's going to knock Velasco out. And then after this, I think he will go to the 140-pound uh, World Series of Boxing, and I think it's going to be him and Josh Taylor set up in the finals for 140-pound supremacy. So let's jump into the last fight. Manny Pacquiao, boxing's only eight-time division champion, against Lucas Matisse. No, Manny, he's done it all. Manny's one of the greatest fighters of our generation. 
I mean, when Manny was like in his prime, he was like a buzzsaw through guys, hopping in and out, knocking guys. And for a while, he was a one-handed fighter until, you know, he got Freddie Roach, you know, improved his, uh, his techniques. But he'd come in and out, fighting at those different angles, throwing five or six punches. And then he'd take a shot. And he, you know, pound his, pound his stomach and then come back in and want more. So people love Manny. I thought Manny was great. I never did think he could beat Mayweather, but we'll talk about that in a second after we talk about the fight. But, you know, he was a, he's a great fighter. So to see him like this on ESPN Plus fighting in Malaysia for not a lot of money is sad. But Matisse, he's a solid fighter. I mean, the last couple times I've seen him fight, I wasn't really impressed. Uh, I think Danny Garcia ruined him because that was a hell of a fight. That was a war. And after, you know, Danny just took over in the second half of the fight, busted his eye up, hit him with some clean body shots, and ended up winning the fight. And that was on the Mayweather-Canelo uh, undercard, if I believe. Matisse is heavy-handed, though. So Manny, you know, Manny sit back. He's going to have to come and fight, which he always does. But I'm predicting Manny will get his first stop since he stopped Cotto. I think he's going to bust Matisse's eye up. And, uh, you know, I think Matisse is going to lose the fight. It's going to be a TKO winner for Pacquiao. I watched uh, Victor Postal do something similar, even though they're totally different fighters because Victor Postal is very tall, and he just kept hitting with that jab and that straight right hand. But I think Manny still has the skills and the talent to beat, you know, the B-level welterweights. There's, he's not beating Crawford. He's not beating Spence. He's not beating Thurman. If he went down and fought like a guy like Lomachenko won for it, I think Lomachenko – Gives him a beating. All those guys give him a beating. I think, you know, Manny has a chance against a guy like Danny Garcia because he sometimes struggles against speed guys. And he can beat all, I think, the, the B and C level guys at welterweight. But against the, the criminal, the criminal, the elite guys, I don't think he can. So, But in this fight, I'm predicting Manny will get a stoppage victory over Lucas Matisse. So at the end of the show, I want to. I was reading, you know, promotional things going up there, and Oscar De La Hoya, he's talking about Manny. Of course, he has to sell the fight, but he says in their primes that there would be no way that Mayweather and then both of their primes could beat Pacquiao. Now I'm not gonna say that you know it would be an easy fight for Mayweather because he, you know, he took some, you know, it was a, took him a little bit of time to fight against. Uh, Zab Judah, you know, because Zab Judah was a heavy-handed southpaw with really fast hands. But I still think that Floyd has that boxing brain, the defense, the nuances, and he's a bigger man than Manny as far as length. He's taller than him, and, and Floyd's strong as hell. So I think I don't think he would stop Manny, but I still think it would it would be a close fight, but it would be somewhat similar to the last fight because your technique doesn't doesn't change. You know, and Manny still has still has some little bit of flaws that Floyd would be able to exploit, and Floyd in his prime would eat Manny up. So I don't know if that's Floyd, if, if Oscar was talking about Floyd when he was like in his maybe physical supreme at 130 or whatever weight, I still think Floyd just has too much technique and defense and boxing IQ, you know, to beat Manny. And Floyd has a chin on him too. So he's taken some, a few heavy shots in his career and he's never been down. You know, he's buckled a few times, but I still think that uh, Floyd gets the, gets the victory over Manny in their respective prime. So I don't know if that's Oscar just saying at the public fight. I know him and Floyd aren't the best of friends or what, but, you know, that's interesting to me. But in my opinion, on Smooth Jab podcast, I think that Floyd still would get them in a hypothetical fight and they fought in their prime. So uh, that's pretty much it, you know, for this episode of the podcast. We'll come back with you probably 
if not next week, probably definitely we'll be talking about the uh, Garcia-Robert Easter fight in another couple weeks. So definitely appreciate all the love and support everybody's giving us. Make sure you give us some five-star reviews, not three and a half, not four. Give us five, man. We're doing this independent we independent boxing podcast. We're just doing this for the love. Just, you know, if I can help some bring other people into the sport and, you know, get my little knowledge of it, then, you know, we spread it around. So I'm definitely looking forward to working with, you know, my partners and doing boxing podcasts. Shout out to them. And I'm going to listen to that podcast once I finish getting mine uploaded. And I'll holler at y'all next week.